Welcome to PyPod Chronicles, a series that brings our tech blog to life in a whole new way. Covering an array of topics surrounding Python and tech, from programming tips, best practices, and so much more. Let's get immersed in Python with the Nerd Nook on the go. Welcome back to PyPod Chronicles. If you're new here, I'm your host, Josh. But if you're coming from the blog, then you know me as Rusty Raccoon. I'm glad to have you here for today's episode of PyPod Chronicles. Here I am in episode 13. In this one, I gave it a title, a comprehensive comparison between Matplotlib and Plotly. These are two powerful data visualization libraries in Python. Before I get into this episode, if you're new to Python, it's overwhelming. I get it. I've been there. I've made a free handcrafted Python guidebook specifically for you, and I give this to all my new students when they start learning Python. Head over to the link in the description and pick yourself up a free guide for Python. Data analysis and visualization are vital components of any data-driven project. There are several libraries, and in this podcast, I've already dove into Matplotlib and Plotly. These are two really popular choices in the Python ecosystem of data analysis. In this episode, I want to take some time to dive into the features and the strengths of both of these libraries. And by the end, you're going to have a solid understanding of which one might be best for you when and how to use these for your visualization needs. Now, if you haven't heard the previous episodes, I recommend checking them out. And if you don't have time right now, I'm just going to briefly touch on Matplotlib. It's a mature and widely used library for data visualization. It gives you these robust set of tools that pretty much allow you to create these static, pretty good quality plots and charts, and it's used heavily in data science. It offers a lot of plot types, and it does give you a fair amount of customization. While it also supports interactive features when you use it with backends or with Jupyter Notebooks. To create a simple line plot, right, import matplotlib, use the pyplot module. Make sure you have some data sets. So if you just want to test it, create two lists, X and Y. Put some numbers in the lists. To create a plot with matplotlib, you need to use the plot function. Plot is going to accept what you want to plot. So this X list and Y list you could put inside there. All you need to do to show this chart is use the show function. That's going to display your chart. That's all. That's really two lines of code. But that's a really boring chart. Okay, So make sure you give it labels and a title. To do that, matplotlib has methods called xlabel, ylabel, and title. This will add a bit more styling to that chart. That was just the basic setup for matplotlib, and that was really basic. Now, Plotly is a modern library that focuses on creating interactive visualizations. This makes it ideal for web-based applications and data exploration. It offers a pretty decent sized collection of chart types as well. And Plotly has interactive features like hover effects, zooming, panning, or the ability to toggle data sets on and off. This library can also be used both offline and online. 
And with the intuitive interface for creating these plots, it makes Plotly a really powerful tool. But the setup is a bit more than matplotlib. But once you get it down, it becomes this amazing tool. In order to create a plot with Plotly, Plotly has a bunch of modules, and one of the modules that I lean towards is graphic objects. So I'm going to import graphic objects as Go. That's the nickname I'm giving it. Make sure you have some data sets to play with. So once again, an X list and a Y list, put a bunch of random numbers in there. To create a scatter plot, for example, I need to create a fig object or a figure object. And the value is going to be a figure class, which is from the graphic objects module. So I can say something like fig equals figure class. Inside there, I want to give it a parameter of data. The value of this parameter is going to be the scatter class from Go. Here you can put your data. Then to add your labels and titles, Plotly has a method called update layout. You can title it your x-axis and your y-axis. Finally, just like matplotlib, I want you guys to use the show function, fig.show. Your Plotly chart is going to appear, voila. Okay, let's talk about the ease of use between these two frameworks and a few tips. While matplotlib offers extensive functionality, it can have a steeper learning curve in the long run, especially for beginners. So creating complex plots sometimes requires more code and configuration. But with that being said, matplotlib provides a pretty straightforward way and intuitive API for simpler plots as well. And a cool hack is it also integrates with other libraries like NumPy and Pandas, allowing for effective data manipulation and analysis. Here are three tips. Number one, utilize the PyPlot interface to quickly generate common plots with minimal code. Just get a plot going and then work from there. Tip two, familiarize yourself with customization options like colors, markers, and annotations to create appealing charts. And finally, tip three, leverage the power of matplotlib and use something like Jupyter Notebooks for interactive and iterative visual workflows. Those are my three matplotlib tips right now. Moving on to Plotly. Now, Plotly emphasizes a user-friendly experience, which if you're trying to display your data to customers or users, Plotly might be better. And it makes it pretty easily accessible to newcomers, right? It's a bit more coded setup, but the overall understanding, it's not that bad. Its concise and expressive syntax simplifies the creation of all your interactive plots. The library provides comprehensive documentation to help facilitate your learning process. That's great. And just like matplotlib, though, you can still use pandas and numpy. This makes it easier for your data analysis. Drumroll, please, because my three tips for Plotly. Number one, check out Plotly Express. And this is an API to quickly create interactive visualizations. Um, if you're unfamiliar with API, this could be a bit advanced, but spend some time because APIs are key. Tip two, play around with those interactive features that only Plotly has. So hover effects, click effects, zooming effects, all of these enhance your user engagement. And number three, 
embed Plotly visualizations. Josh, what do you mean by that? Well, Plotly was built on the Flask framework, and Flask is used to make web applications in Python. So you can take your Plotly visualizations and put them in web applications to deliver dynamic and interactive data experiences. Okay, I want to talk a little bit about performance utilization. So how can you enhance the performance of both of these? Well, Matplotlib, it's already known for its speed and efficiency in rendering static plots. The rendering engine is actually optimized for generating static plots quickly. That makes it a reliable choice for batch processing or generating a lot of reports. Three tips to increase that performance or optimize it. Number one, utilize efficient data structures. So use NumPy arrays for improved performance. Check out NumPy. Tip two, cache computations when plotting multiple times with the same data. This is going to avoid redundant calculations. That saves time. Tip three, Use vectorized operations instead of iterative approaches for faster data processing. So try not to use as many loops. That'll make matplotlib go faster. For Plotly, well, Plotly is an interactive and a web-based nature. There might be a bit slower results when working with it, especially with larger data sets. But nonetheless, Plotly's performance is generally good for most use cases involving interactive plots. Plotly's strengths lie in its ability to generate these interactive visualizations. I got two tips for optimizing your Plotly performance. Number one, apply data aggregation or downsampling techniques. This is going to reduce the volume of data rendered for improved performance. And number two, consider using Plotly's offline mode. You can use Plotly offline, so try and use it or you can check out their server-side rendering for faster web-based visualizations. Our last point here for this episode is integration in the overall ecosystem. So Matplotlib integrates well into the Python ecosystem and it works well with NumPy, Pandas, Jupyter Notebook, you name it. Tips for integrating a bit more, try combining Matplotlib with NumPy and Pandas to leverage their powerful data manipulation capabilities and try checking out Jupyter Notebooks if you're unfamiliar with it. With Plotly, you can pretty much do the same thing. Pandas, NumPy, okay, use those. This improves the speed of your data analysis. And you can also leverage Plotly's cloud platform. This allows you to publish interactive visualizations and share them with other people, specifically your users or customers. All right, let's wrap things up here. Matplotlib and Plotly, they're both powerful libraries. They're both great for data analysis and visualization. They're both worth checking out. When choosing between these two, consider your specific requirements and the desired level of interactivity. If you're presenting to a bunch of scientists or a report, it's probably fine just to use Matplotlib. But if your data, if you have to convey a story to persuade your users or customers or your boss, you might want to use Plotly. It's much more visually appealing. That's all for now, you guys. Thanks for tuning in for this episode of PyPod Chronicles. And be sure to check out the blog if you're looking for more. The link is in the description. Grab yourself a free copy of my handcrafted Python guide while you're at it. Until next time, I will see you guys in the next episode.